Always Strikes Last is brought to you by Brimstone Hot Sauce. Hailing from Hammer Hall's hottest neighborhood in the Cinderfall District, Brimstone Hot Sauce Master Sauciers mix their passion for the flame with ethically sourced bespoke chilies from the Guaranian heartlands. Our award-winning recipes and dedication to craftsmanship have rocketed our company from its humble roots to the realm-renowned sauce makers we are today. Our classic sauces, Duridan's Bane and Sylvaneth on Fire, are a great addition to any home-cooked meal with their gingery tartness and authentic smoky flavors. Or reach for our newest concoction, Smoldering Maw. With subtle notes of sulfur and featuring the hottest Nighthawn peppers, Smoldering Maw will turn your taste buds from Frost Lord to Firebelly. Enjoy it on roasted Griffhound or Nurgling, or with any of your favorites. Also check out our website, brimstoneheat.com, for recipes and tips, including our new spicy takes on classic cocktails like the Bloody Neferata. Look for Smoldering Maw and all of our other flavors at your local grocer's apothecary, or shop online at brimstoneheat.com. Beautiful. One take. Nailed it. Very well done. <laughs> Welcome to Always Strikes Last, an Age of Sigmar podcast with your hosts, Matt and Miles. Welcome! Welcome! <laughs> Welcome yeah. to, what is this show called again? Always Strikes Last. Striking Last Always. That's us. Oh, uh, is, that I, what, is that what ASL stands for? Oh yeah. Yeah. Always oh, Strikes Last. Oh, I was so excited. I was like, finally, my love of American Sign Language can come out. Right? <laughs> it's, it's really, what it is, is it's it's a AIM uh, instant messenger reference yes. from the late <laughs> 90s. <laughs> We have now entered meme territory where half of the younger listeners, if there were, uh, would not know what we were just talking about. Right? Go look at, go ask your older friends about it. <laughs> I don't know. I was going to say, go ask your parents, but I don't think they would know. Um, it's a very narrow band that that joke is going to land on. It really is, but it's uh, worth it. <laughs> but um, yeah, well, so welcome to the show. Uh, we have with us uh, today uh, Jack Ballard from Rerolling Once. Jack, yeah, Jack, welcome to the show. Nice, guys. Matt and uh, Miles—they are very good players. I'm sure you guys know if you're listening to this. You know, they're uh, great players. Matt has always given me a close game, no matter what army he plays, no matter what trash he puts on the table. <laughs> and it's always <laughs> trash. I never do always, anything clean now. Close games. And I'm sweating because it's. I hate playing a game where I'm supposed to win. Because it's like, oh no, it's the worst. Work out, you're like, what? You lost it. What? And I'm like, golly. And then Miles just always beats me. So <laughs> I don't know. You've beaten me plenty of times. Maybe, Maybe not recently. I don't know. We yeah. still have to. We, we still have to try. We haven't fought the new. Uh, I don't think we've played in this new edition. You and I. Really? Uh, I, I really uh, we've been. Yeah, We're like prize fighters game. dancing around each other. You know, it's going to come down to an ultimate showdown. <laughs> yeah, so, and every once in a while, either one of you like reaches out of the ring and punches me in the head. <laughs> we we need a sparring partner, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah it was, I was hoping you'd be at the last tournament. There was a tournament we probably will cover on this hopefully uh, last weekend at um, Blue Sky, and uh, it's nice because it's a tournament that is not at Mox. Because if it's at Mox, uh, Miles has to So I was hoping yeah. you'd be there. It's a, it's a 50-50 shot of whether I get to play, right? Because <laughs> it has to be, uh, is there an odd number of people? 
Yeah, it's one of those things like it's uh, un- unsung hero. I always try to make sure that you know, a TOs know I appreciate them because I'm too selfish. <laughs> yeah, I want to have fun. Yeah. And so uh, TOing is just really one of those things like you kind of just have to facilitate other people's fun. It's like working at a, a, a being a bartender, working at a nightclub where you can see people having fun while you just have to, you know, parent them and uh, ask answer questions <laughs> that you might not know. Sure. That is a really excellent way of putting that. Um, I didn't even think about it that way. I just like going up and harassing miles after the tournament. Right. <laughs> That's all good. <laughs> I enjoy doing it, and uh, no, and we'll. I'm sure we'll get a get a match in soon there, uh, Jack. Yeah, sooner or later. Sooner or later. Yeah. No, I needed a weekend off, but it sounded like quite the time. Oh yeah. Um, was, I was, was I was, was tuning in on on Best Coast pairings and harassing Matt like, "Oh, you lost? What's up with that? How'd you do?" <laughs> that you were good, bro. <laughs> and then I go on my diatribe of like that one fucking point. My. Oh my god, I can't. You know what bums me out? So you lost a very, very, very close game to Andrew, and then Andrew dropped out. Why don't you drop it? <laughs> that 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 bummed me so hard because oh, I sorry. wanted to see where he placed after that. I sure. was like, oh, that was a two point game against Andrew, and uh, man, can he can he slay? Like he was pulling stuff out that I was just not even thinking about. Mm-hmm. Amazing player. Yeah, yeah, very very good. Where where did you end up placing? You were second or third. Uh, I ended up, I think, uh, fifth overall. But I was oh. on the top table in the final round, so I was second going in the final round. And uh, I lost to a good friend of mine, Daniel, part of Victoria's Secrets, which is the competitive club I'm part of. Uh, and I'm, I'm happy. I'm, you know, it's one of those things to be happy for somebody, but also, you know, there was things in there where like, if it just, you know, I, I'll explain, like, it was a game that I should have won. Yeah. Thing, but, you know, I'm, all credit goes to him. Uh, I set everything up to win. And then I just, if I would have, you know, made one different choice, like I was like, well, instead of casting spell portal uh, with techless on a 10, I was like, you know, what? I'm going to cast it with this unit here just so I can get more spells from tech. Uh, you were greedy. Ball. Yeah. And I rolled the double one. That's there how you go. Do. Yeah, and I was like, it's well. the, it's the magic equivalent of splitting your shots there, Jack. Oh yeah. And, and, then, I, <laughs> and then I still had a chance and I was like, well, I'll split my shots. Just forgetting that when you, <laughs> when you damage Nagash and he has his little protection up, oh, teleport goes out. And then I, I did my, I was like, well, I'll soften him up with this single shot. And then I did a, like two damage and he ghosted out of there. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh my 30 Sentinels that were, that with Lambert Light were drooling at him. And he just peaced out. And I'm like, oh, oh no. That, uh, that is, you know, lesson learned. When you lose, you learn. And I will not do that again. That I, is true. Which means I should have lo- like learned a lot. <laughs> That's constantly le- learning. I know. Every day I'm learning. Um, uh. yeah, so, uh, that, that was a, that was a great tournament at the, uh, the, oh, what's it called? Blue sky, wizard coast, blue turn place. <laughs> yeah. The, the, in, the place uh, that we can never actually remember the name of. It and, has uh, two names, which is weird. It's a yeah. blue sky and game wizard. Yeah. But it's at go. game wizard or in game wizard or on game and wizard. I don't, I don't know what the bar is called in the basement. It's got a different name too. Uh, I think it's the Hell's Deep yeah Um, that might be it but uh, either way they're great they're such consistent hosts and uh, I really appreciate them 
doing that. It's nice to have other people uh, consistently hosting events around so I can go personally, you know? Yeah. And they're, um, they're actually doing a, what is it? A food drive tournament in a couple of in months, November. I think. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Food hammer. I'm always stoked about anytime uh, yeah, to do some like, good. It's the cost of entry is just, you bring food and then yeah. you can get raffle tickets to win prizes and stuff. So it's for charity. It's yeah. awesome. Uh, well, non-perishable food. You can't just like bring a sub. For <laughs> <Okay. laughs> a uh, uh, quote, quote, uh, Brendan, there. Uh, uh, just bring all caviar. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So the I actually wanted to uh, talk about that that last game at that tournament, um, and I don't know if you want to go into it too much, Jack, but I don't know. Do you guys want to hop right into it? Go for it. Cool. Um, so the last game of that tournament was um, Mission Apex Predators. Mm -hmm. And um, for those of you who don't know who are listening, you should probably just go buy the GHB because like, I don't know 34. how you're playing outside of it. Uh, <laughs> but it's it's essentially a, a, a three objectives, um, none of them. Well, you can burn one of them because none of them are the, what, primary objectives, whatever they're called. Right. Um, and then corner and corner deployment and only heroes can take and hold the objectives. Um, so this is really, it's really the new version of places of arcane power. Yeah. Um, I actually have to clarify only leaders. Oh, only leaders. That's right. Oh. Cause I've got a go track story there. Um, which was funny enough to learn. He's not yeah. a, he's not a hero. He's a leader. Yeah. Or he's not a leader. Or he's he's a not a leader. He's a hero. Um, and so you can only capture it by killing another, uh, leader or, uh, being within three inches of it and you have to sit on it. Right. Well, so to get to capture objective, you have to move onto the objective, any move except for you can't retreat onto it. And a setup is not a move, so you can't teleport onto it. Yep. And if an opponent leader is leader is already on it, the only way you can claim it with your leader is if you kill that leader with a melee attack. So you can't shoot it off, you can't ability off, you charge with impact hits and kill it, you won't take it because that guy was there before you moved on to it. But uh yeah, and so it's like you know, there's one of those rules that you have to make sure you get right because it is not. Like it's not clear right away. It does it's not? It's counterintuitive how you think it should work. You have yep. to kill him with a melee attack if he's on there, and if you leave it, you no longer control and get points from it. So it is a uh, yeah, if you have you know all your points into this one hero, like a Archeon list or a Nagash, like the opponent I played. Mm -hmm. Like you know, my goal was either to kill his general or Nagash, and the only way he was going to score is with that guy or with you know battle tactics and whatnot. Uh, but like yeah, and having Nagash just you have to sit there. Yeah, uh, or you know, that's the only way you're going to score points besides uh, affirmance and battle tactics. Yeah. But, so it's like you have to really get into the mindset like this is this mission. This and uh, this this kind of mission in in 2.0 at least was the absolute bane of my existence with the <laughs> KO. Oh, I bet. Like I lost to everybody in this mission. Like I've lost to Ricky's all trogs at this mission. I lost to Brendan while tabling him on this mission. Like. I've lost, like, you know, like, it's just one of those things. It's like, okay, so getting out of the boat, that's not a movement, you know, like, yeah, like, like, it's unless you're walking a KO hero, which is a really dangerous proposition, 
it takes it's not until turn three that you could actually capture any of these objectives presuming you started in a boat oh but yeah I, can, I, can, I definitely agree with you because i beat the, uh, the first time i beat jeremy v one of the best players in the world mm-hmm. was on that mission he had two heroes and i I was like, oh, I'm able to kill those two, you know, five, six wound heroes. Yeah. And like, okay, because there's no way I'm, you know, going to beat me, but I have a chance. Yeah. No, it's a, uh, it's a tough one. So this was the last one in the, in the, uh, in the tournament. Yeah, and um, it was, it was interesting because, and I'm, I'm kind of bouncing around, so feel free to uh, jump in with anything. But it was interesting to see the lists that uh, were showing up to the tournament, um, which had a, a predominantly it was a god list or Archeon, uh, you know, tech list, which for once it was very strange only having one Lumineth player being Jack uh, at the whole tournament. I was actually kind of dumbfounded. Um, but there were what? Three Archeons. Um, I thought there were four, but I I wasn't there. Could have been four Archeons. <laughs> I was only I was only just I was know, like, holding on to the rails as I was uh, getting thrown around the, that tournament. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I mean, I looked through the list on uh, BCP uh, just to see what it was up, and it was like it was a little discouraging to see the number of like really sort of carbon copy lists. Um, of certain, you know, for certain factions, right? Like it's, you know, there's like a couple different Archeon lists, which really kind of boil down to the same Archeon list, you know, well, with, with some different, you know, dressing. So it was interesting because I've gone up against um, one iteration of the Archeon list, which if I remember correctly, you uh, Jack and uh, Michael Hammond were talking about at the last Mox tournament. Uh, how to set up that like auto run corn Archeon mm-hmm. list. Yeah. And so um, I had actually fought um, Michael with it up at the dark tower tournament mm-hmm. um, and it somehow pulled away with a win at that game. Um, and then uh, Andrew actually brought a, I'd say a, as opposed to an aggression list that Michael had uh, using Archeon, uh, Andrew brought a defensive list using Archeon okay. with a demon prince of corn, which oh, yeah. I know yeah. the rules, but I forgot them every time. Oh no, that uh that corn demon prince command ability where he like halves all your movement and stuff. Bane of my existence. Like I feel like no one uses it ex- until they do and it completely screws you. Yeah. And um it was you know, it was it was interesting how different those two lists felt fighting against them, because uh, what what's his name the um, the bloodthirster who uh, who got Scarbrand? too big for his britches, yeah. Um, Hammond was using Scarbrand and um, another bloodthirster to give Archeon and whoever like pile ins and throw mortal wounds, whereas the other Archeon list was very much a, a denial um, debuff list in a way. Uh, just mm-hmm. everything, everything that he had had set up for it, it was just very well placed. And obviously, uh, both are amazing players. But it was interesting to see the variation with Arcane on there. Um, That's cool. I, I, I'm excited that you say that because, from my perspective, just looking at the list, they felt very similar. And I'm sure on paper they looked very similar. Oh, they it's smacked encouraging in, that they're very different. Smacked entirely different. 
Uh, and and I think the one of the biggest things just like Archeon still could only have a tune up tune up save. I think is the best he could get with it. Sure. Um, not a one plus technically, right? Um, I guess he could get a one plus with uh, Mystic Shield and, but uh, there was you know he's it's corn. You're not going to be bringing a caster in for corn unless sure. Well, Archeon's like his own caster. The interesting thing was those lists felt uh, pretty different in the way that they acted uh, towards me and how they uh, went about playing the mission. One was, I'm going to clear the board, take the objectives. The other was like, good luck getting to the objectives. And when you do, then I'm going to clear you. Um, So like the variation between those two Arcan lists um, and both of those showed up to that tournament Mm -hmm. was actually pretty massive. And it felt like playing a completely different army. Um, I did not get a chance and probably will never place high enough to go up against the Zinch Archeon list as long as I'm playing beasts, uh, with the older book. Um, but like <laughs> that, that, um, that list in and of itself, I think that's just the, you know, the hipster in me just wanted to, and like, eh, who cares anyways? <laughs> uh, <laughs> But I think that's the one that like kind of really leaves the bad taste in a lot of uh, players' mouths. Um, I don't know what the other Archeon list was, if there was another. I think it was only three. I thought I saw one in a Slaves list, but I might have been wrong. Yeah, I think uh, the only Slaves player was Phil. I don't think he runs Archeon. Oh, that's a good point, yeah. yeah. Although he's got one. I know. I saw he got one for his birthday, so watch out. Yeah, I think it was uh, the Archeon and two corn Archeons, but like uh, uh, Matt was saying, one's offensive, one defensive. Because mm-hmm. that, uh, yeah, man, like I know that that corn demon prince is either it really hurts your army or it doesn't do like you know. For instance, me, I was like, whatever, I don't want to charge her anyway. So, yeah. yep. Yeah. But if you're playing like a movement based list, it's yeah, it's done. You're you're pretty much like okay, cool. I'm gonna rely on my hero phase movement because I'm mm-hmm. a dragon ogre and I have weird ass rules. Um, <laughs> And so, so that variation was actually kind of nice, but what surprised me was the, just the amount of gods that have suddenly appeared in the meta. Um, like there was one Ilarial, uh, I call Archaon a god cause he might as well be. Yeah. Right? He's pretty close. And yeah. then Nagash showing up where I remember in second edition, Nagash was kind of terrifying, but he was overcosted for the stuff that he could do, especially towards later second edition. Yes, exactly. Um, Early second edition, Nagash was, you know, prevalent, but then towards the end, no. Yeah, and he he just didn't have enough teeth to make up for the cost in the army. And now um, it seems like uh, he he seems to be showing up in a lot of lists. Quite a bit. He's just showing up in OBR stuff. I don't see a lot of uh, Nagash and Soul Blight or anything like that. And like, it's one of the ways to make uh, Soul Blight uh, OBR competitive. I know I played two OBR players this last tournament, and uh, one was like, I, there was one I lost. It was the Nagash list, and the other one, it was just he didn't have a chance. Like, if the rumor's true and they are getting archers, mm-hmm. you might see less of them because like he needed he needed to be able to do something to me, and uh, you know. It was luckily enough. It was that first Veins of Gerd mission, and I never let somebody go first. But this was one of those armies. Like, well, there's no way he's going to get to me. Yep. And so sure. I'm going to let him go first because usually it's I a, need it's a 22 off. inch deployment or yeah. something, and yeah. it's like, yeah, come at me, I don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'll so, get two rounds of shooting on you. So why do you think? Um, so that that kind of comes to the 
to the point of the, uh, I guess, topic of what we're trying to speak to on this episode, uh, which is <laughs> essentially like, how has 3.0 changed and how has it changed the units that are in there and how has it changed your local meta? Um, oh. And so it's, it's very interesting because I've, I, you know, I, played almost the entire time of a quarantine against the other player who, you know, didn't stand a chance. Right. Um, with the OBR list all the time. And that list in 2.0 was terrifying. Even, even with, um, even with older Lumina, uh, to a degree, like Lumina had a better chance than most other armies. Yeah. Yeah. But that was one of the lists where you're like, Oh man, I'm, I don't know if I'm going to make this. Uh, I might've been, it must've been, uh, last year about this time, right? Cause it's spooky season. Cause I was playing the Bretonian flesh eater courts mm-hmm. and I don't think I removed a single model from the board of, yep. of his, like, I think I got tabled without killing a single thing or, you know, he probably healed stuff back up. Be like, you know, like that was the level of destroying that I got oh, yeah. <laughs> just complete. Owning. First time, yeah. First time I played him at a, uh, it was at a mox tournament and, you know, I was like, I, lost you know though we are was i was doing uh tempest at the time mm-hmm. and uh yeah it's like uh, going back to a point you brought up like is like the god sort of meta um it, it always also always depends on your local meta i think people need to local meta think locally act globally type thing because mm-hmm. you can look at the stuff that you know just happened in new orleans and stuff where i think uh, in our meta definitely it's it's god battle kind of thing you know i'm probably part of that with bringing techless and stuff like that Sure. Um, but when you look at the overall worldwide, I think gods have a high ceiling, but I don't think they have the tops yet. I think you look at a lot of stuff winning big GTs, there's not a god in that list. That's true. But it's like it's in your local meta, just like RTT versus GT. Like RTT is like, you know, it's a roll of the dice, you know. Like That's my, true. Uh, Any my, army with a decent with a decent general could win an RTT. Yeah, yeah like yep. uh, my buddy Brent from Rerolling Ones. Uh, shout out to Rerolling Ones. If they, yeah. uh, hey. I'll, plug, I'll plug this. Uh, it was his first tournament, and so he took Fire Slayers. And we're going to throw we're gonna throw Gotrek in that God tier list. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he, uh, he took Fire Slayers just because he kind of knew that army. Uh, and it, was, uh, it wasn't competitive. It, it's what we bought from Doug from 2 Plus Tough. Mm-hmm. And so it's what he paid. He had, you know, we had, he had 20 Volkites. He only had 10 of the, what do they call Hearthguard Berserkers. Sure. Uh, uh, yeah. He only had 10 of those. And, uh, you know, he just had some of the small heroes. Nothing, you know, nothing you're going to win a tournament with. Went two and one. You know, had awesome. Two, yeah. And it was like, and a lot of that was a God tier thing. You know, he had Gotrek that, that carried him through that first game. Gotrek almost tabled a Seraphon army. You know, just boom, boom, boom. And where his seven one, it was like, if you roll sixes, <laughs> you're going to beat your opponent a lot, a lot of the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> his first two turns, he rolled sixes for striking his room and, you know, made some crazy charges. And, uh, and yeah, and just so gods are great, you know, just like if anybody can win an RTT. But like when you go to those GTs, you know, I've gone to GTs. You know, thinking I'm king. I don't know if you can swear, but think, I'm thinking very high. Yeah, you can swear. Myself. You can swear. We're not. We're not that myself. cool. And then I was like, "How do I go two and three? I thought I'm like in the Pacific Northwest. I'm like, hey, you can check. That's an accomplishment. <laughs> and I can't even beat these guys over, you know, in Vegas and in the East Coast and stuff. I'm like, oh man. And so it's your local meta it really depends, you know. Like yeah. uh, this RTT we just had. Like my way to the finals was. No, I don't want to. When you say it was an easy game, without I don't want to disrespect my opponents. 
But, you know, the mission, the armies, I played uh, OBR without Nagash, and then I played a very a slow-moving Slanesh army. And so, like, if like I, I'm, I would be worried if, like, I even told them after the game, I was like, hey, uh, those health striders, man, I would be afraid of those. If you ran two, uh, four packs of those, you know, or three, like one to uh, absorb my unleash hell, and the other ones to tie up my archers, and then my archers aren't going to kill you in melee. And so once my sure, those archers don't to, do anything in melee. <laughs> yeah, I have to kill those things to be able to shoot again. And so like you're like you're gonna tie me up for at least a turn to get your army close your army closer to me. But it was just, you know, just not very fast Slanesh stuff. So I just gotta, you know, and just the way he deployed, he didn't really backboard. So I just had shot, he came forward, shot, and the game was over. Gotcha. Yeah. And so I had those two relatively, you know, they weren't super uh close games to go to the finals. You know, whereas like some people had to, you know, fight tooth and nail and claw and like, you know, Matt and uh, Andrew, they like ran out of the time towards the end, you know, yeah. had been done for an hour and a half. And so it all depends on who you match up with. But yeah, I that's I, 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 I steered away from the God talk, but just, just no, no, it's all good. It's all uh, on topic. Yeah. yeah, essentially, like the the meta really does define it. And in those smaller ones, very much so. Mm-hmm. Uh, um this I, I don't want to sound disrespectful, but it almost feels like um, the the gods are almost a fallback now to like okay, well I know I'm going to and for me I think it's the oh, missions no, they're, they're a crutch yeah um, they are a low a low floor unit right like you can't play them too badly yeah yeah and, right and then that's no disrespect for anyone bringing them I certainly own. A majority of these models, yeah, <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> I'm I'm missing Archeon, and that's yeah, but that's that's why I mean, that's why they're good. Is it's hard to screw them up. Yep, and um, and more so with the the way that the game has changed, like right. being able to heal, um, being able to, uh, you know, predominantly the way that a lot of the older rules worked in Second Edition was. Uh, it's a god. It's going to have a lot of wounds, but you know it'll have a four and up or a three and up, right? Right. Um, now those are going to effectively two and up or one and up, which I don't think a lot of the books have caught up with yet. Um, like I remember, um, you know, before the end times of Teclas, uh, being able to get <laughs> spells off and actually being able to like uh, build lists where I could bring guys up to, you know, rend, rend three or even sometimes four, mm-hmm. depending on the list choice, just with Beast of Chaos. Um, but at that point, you really didn't need it because the... the there was reliance, nothing with a save that good. Yeah, there was nothing with yeah. a save that good. And now it's... um it, One of the things that I have noticed with the God model specific is that, you know, it's really one turn dependent. Like if you can't wipe them out in one turn, or in this, or getting a double turn, they're pretty much going to be on that board and healing up over the next two turns and back to where they are. So, <clears throat> like we, sure. we experienced that in the game, uh, the very close game we played at the last uh, the GT. Oh we yeah, got down to one wound, and you needed that double turn, and I was able to <sighs> priority. And I'm just like, bye. You know, I double heal myself because I have a spell and teleport away i'm like okay that was so close yeah uh and there is a there's a huge difference between um techless 2.0 because i started playing lumina tale of uh before the second book came out and the tale of second edition 
And like now he is just so much more survivable. I can get him up to a three up, uh, ignore three range relatively easy. And, yeah. uh, you know, four board save and the fact that I can, you know, I'm a one drop. So before it was like, I could get alpha. I like I played against, uh, I, Andrew Zagnath. He just alpha him off the table with his deals. And so I'm like, now that I can get him on the table, one drop, make sure I get my five up board save. Um, it's just like, I'm having a lot of success with it. Sure. Yeah. And it's interesting too. Cause like of all the gods, I'd say techless is the least survivable one. Um, when it comes down to it, if they're, if I'm up against Techless, then like, I know yeah, there's a decent seem... chance that I'm going to like knock him out of the game if I, you know, commit enough resources to it, as opposed to, I, I hate to keep picking on Archeon, but like, sure. or Nagash um, or Gotrek. Yeah. Good luck getting Gotrek off the table. Oof. I mean, you can, it can be done. I think Jack, Jack, did we, you didn't do it. We were playing that doubles match in 2.0. Right, because Gotrek can't can he he can heal, but he's not a leader. Is that what we learned? So he could heal yeah. himself. No, he can he can uh, in he can do heroic action. He he's a hero. He's yeah, yeah. Do heroic action. Um, but I played against um, so the my last mox tournament there was two three and zero players. It was me, and I think his name was Chris. That was a king guy. Sounds right. I, I can't. Uh, yeah, he was really cool. You know, great guy. Uh, and I said a lot of, about that a lot of people. <laughs> so it sounds just <laughs> good dude, good shit. Uh, and so that Thursday after the tournament, we're like, all right, we both three and zero. Let's meet up. Let's play. Because Phil, like you know, left me in the lurch. Uh, and I was like, huh, I wonder if I can kill Gatrick because I think I can. And, Charles. Oh uh, uh, yeah. Okay, uh, that was the Mox one. Yeah. 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 And so I uh, put Lambent Light on them, and you know, you know, you'd have to do whatever. He has eight health, so. What's uh, eight times three? Do that many mortal wounds to him, you probably should kill him. And so, uh, and so I think he, but some people can't, you know, can't do that, can't get that up to him. So he is killable. I think, I, th- I would agree with you. I think Teclas is higher, to e- easier to kill than probably Gotrek, than Archeon Nagash, and maybe Marathi. Well, Marathi is not that hard to kill, it just takes time. Yeah, Mar- Marathi requires uh, strategy, but yeah. she's not actually that. Yeah, she's it's just yeah. It's well, a very maybe. different strategy to deal with her. Yeah, and I think she's also opponent dependent as well. Like certain armies are just going to have a hard time against her in general because if in her reply, unless she whiffs, uh, a combat oriented armies are just not going to be able to handle that for the enough turns um, without losing losing yeah. steam. I guess absolutely. Um, I don't- I killed her with giants once, but it's, you know, it really depends. Uh, and I think I told this to, I don't know, somebody was asking me, you know, when you're at lunch at, an, at, a, at a tournament, people are like, oh, this is my next best up. How do I do, do this? Like, Marathi is like, whatever kind of random, like every army has some random bullshit attack. You know, like the giants can hurl those rocks, right? Or, you know, you've got a random pistol on your ogre tyrant <laughs> for some reason, you know? And it's not going to do anything, and you forget to shoot it half the time. But those are exactly the attack, the attacks that you need to be throwing at Marathi a hundred percent of the time. Oh yeah, of course. Right, because you don't need to hit her hard. You just need to do three wounds and then stop. Well, and the other thing too is if you can get in combat with uh, both of them, hopefully one of those units is going to survive. You know. Right. So, like, if you're in combat with a little one and she hasn't mind razored herself, mm-hmm. like, there's 
there may be a high volume of attacks, but as long as you have enough wounds on that unit that you're sending in, you'll be able to survive it and cause three on her, on her turn, right? right? So, like, the, the quickest way to do it is, like, get in combat with both um, and pray, <laughs> depending on the army. Sure. Um, you know, and Alariel's another strange one because, what, she's just a, she's a three and up save as well, but she goes pretty much back to full health just because of her rules now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Right, she's healing 2d6 plus D, 2d3 every battle round. Yeah, something like that. That sounds about right. Plus, and you know, plus random spells and other nonsense. Good on her because, like, uh, it seems like she's single-handedly carrying Sylvaneth right now uh, through a lot of... She's, I mean, not to discredit her in any way, but she's the least terrifying of all of them as far as I can, like, from my perspective. Hmm. Playing the armies that I do, you know? Yeah, uh, I, like, I, I agree. Like, I look at her and I'm like, I've played, I think I've played against her twice. It's just... It hasn't been a problem because mm-hmm. she doesn't have a ward save, which is big. And I think, you know, there's a couple, there are, I don't think we've talked about the second wave of gods yet, including Kragnos. Uh, and I don't know if you put the Stormcast Dragons under the god tier, they are 600 points. Um, they seem I like prefer, they ought to be. I would, uh, I would definitely put them in there. Is like I'd even put Giants in there just with the lasting power, really. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, giants yeah. are much easier to kill, but I still think of Giants as a god model. Um, okay. but that's only because I play beasts, so everything sucks. You'll find like armies that you just like, like are your scissors to like, I, I'm looking at Stormcast coming around and I am, I am uh, a hair band and Stormcast is Nirvana coming to knock me out. Cause right. I'm, I'm enjoying my token whores right now, but I see grunge coming. Right. And it's <laughs> yeah. answering everything I'm going to do. Very much. And so I've been like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. FA, wait for the FAQ for sure. I don't, yeah, we need that FAQ. Yeah. Like, keep pushing it back. <laughs> pushing it back. That's it. We're, well, the, the band-aid's ripped off, though, right? We're, we're clear of the four-week uh, quarantine. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm down. For, I'm ready for it. And it's like, you know, I'm still one drop, so I still have a chance. But they, everything that they think is, is important, they just hide in the sky. You know, and I, you know, we can even start calling the little dragons god tier models because those things are gonna, you know, they have negative play experience written all over them. Looking at the worst scroll, and it's like, wow. But I think it's a lot of it is, and I think Matt's good at this because he plays. Uh, I, I'm not like, speaking for Matt, but he he will overachieve with a army that is like hard to pilot. And it's very satisfying. Where when you see people like, well, I'm just gonna take a whole army of dragons. And not saying that's not a bad thing, you know. I yeah. take a lot of signals. I'm like, these are good. You know, that's my place. I like, well, these this unit's good. Why don't I take just all this unit if I can? Like when I was playing shoe caps, like, oh, long strikes are good. I'm just taking so, a lot of these. How many how many long strikes could I possibly feel? Like, where's yeah, the balance of where's the balance of enough long strikes versus yeah. too many long strikes? And, and well, I, I, I find that balance and I go past, and so I lose. I win big or lose big. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, I'm that's I'm fine if that's me. If I'm like, oh, I can get this done. I like I, the Slanesh player. I beat. It was a 25 minute game. Oh wow! So it was, yeah, it was. It was. That was like he was tabled in 25 minutes. It was just like yeah, he needed a double turn, and but he didn't get it. And so I was like, well. Boom, 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 and uh, uh, sometimes you know, <laughs> like in but playing the uh, OBR player took all the time, which I'm not used to. That makes sense. I feel like giants are uh, very similar in that, like either they either have something that I can't figure out how to get around with the giants, or 
I squish him. Yeah. Right. And the fact that my turns are just inherently so short anyway, it means that the game is is like is over. Like you know, probably hour long games. And I think you know that the the dragon list I was referring to. I think giants is a good you know counter that, which I think every army needs that. And then giants has its counter, you know, which I'm not sure. Giants don't win everything, but no, yeah, yeah, plenty of stuff. Like uh, they definitely walk into a game, and I think the way that a lot of the GHB missions, uh, the rules are, it's their game to lose for a lot of those missions. Uh, the, uh, the mission I played in the GT, whereas the one where you can burn objectives, uh, but if battle line was on it, it like it trump heroes. I forget what it's called. Uh, but I, the giant player I played, uh, the garden player, uh, Mark um, uh, Mason, good guy, yeah. burned mm-hmm. all the objectives uh, on the double turn, burn them all, boom. Yep. And I was like, well, they're all battle line. They're all leaders. Yeah. They don't yeah, care. Was like, well, I lose. You know. And so they're, they're, I think we were uh, talking about missions earlier with the uh, Apex, what was it? Apex Predator? Yep. Um, I think there are missions that, I won't say don't belong, but probably shouldn't be in a tournament. Those kind of missions where like you, like uh, the mission where you can't have any reserves. Some armies depend on that. It's part of their core mechanic is to have reserve units. Right. Like Stormcast. Yeah. yeah. Or like Beast of Chaos. Like I need to come to the side and be able to infiltrate. Yeah. Well, that's what this army does. I feel like so, I'm a, most of the summoning armies have been toned down in this edition, but except for Slanesh, I think Slanesh, like I, I've been playing some Nurgle recently, uh, which has been a, just a fun palate cleanser. Not Nurgle doesn't taste good, but you know, it's, a, it's <laughs> uh, but yeah, kind of a weird analogy there, miles. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, their summoning is good, but if I couldn't use it, uh, I'd probably be, I'd, you know, I'd probably fare just about the same. But uh, yeah, be fine. yeah, well, Nurgle has always been an army that uh, its summoning really picks up and goes insane, like late game. Uh, like so turn, many trees, and you're just it's yeah, building. turn three onwards, and they never had a limit to how many they can pull on the field. Interesting. Uh, so you you could if the way I would build a Nurgle army would be you know trees get horticulous, and then mm-hmm. just sit there and be Nurgle and get my ass kicked for a little while and like fart. And then just like all of a sudden, like, boom, here's everything. Um, not that it would work very uh. well, but <laughs> uh, I don't think, I don't think necessarily a lot of the, and this may just be my experience from uh 2.0 rolling over. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't think, I don't think the detriment of not having something being able to come into the sky is as bad as um, some of the other missions, uh, like specifically Apex Predators um, and The Vice is another big one. The Vice is another big bad one. Um, yeah, well, I was like thinking that? about the, the summoning one, just to finish that thought, was like, right, so like Nurgle, you know, like, because when they summon in, they can't charge. And it's like, Nurgle's not there to charge, they're there to sit, so... You know, that's not a big deal. Beasts, I think, are affected by that because they want to either outflank or they want to charge out of out of summoning or something like that. Yeah. Um, but also Slanesh, you know, they definitely want to char- try and charge out of summoning. Um, when uh, Corrin, thankfully, has other stuff to spend those points on. So if they're not summoning, they, they could find other things to do with it. Well, mm-hmm. Slanesh are totally screwed out of the summoning thing because like yeah. that army never wants to not be in combat or shooting at something, right? Mm-hmm. 
So like they, I think they probably get the hardest smack of the stick to the back of the head. Yeah. Like beasts, if they're, you know, one of the, one of the small things that um, I guess it's small for me, or I haven't picked up on a lot of people noticing it is like, if you have a six inch entry onto the field, um, you can grab objectives without even charging. Um, like, so most, oh, yeah, that's... most objectives are actually in the backfield where you can just set your stuff up. If somebody's not protecting their stuff, then cool. I just throw some Ungor in for like no points. It's actually a lot easier. Um, for right. Cause they're, this they're 11 inches. They're 11 inches off the board edge, which means if you set up within six inches, you're now within five inches of them. Yeah. You can essentially get about, uh, four Ungor for, uh, what is that? Uh, 25 mil bases. Sure. Um, if you do it correctly. Um, so like this edition has actually been much better to beast just because of the size of the table. We're also like low key, one of the fastest armies in the game. Um, like, and, uh, depending on how you build, because the book is so big, you like for, for my latest iteration of the list, the dragon ogre, all dragon ogre list, I have not worried about, um, holding anything in reserves, uh, just because of the, the way the the game works now i can it's pretty reliable that i can get a turn one charge on you if you if you leave yourself open to it right um but so okay so these missions uh we were talking about apex predators earlier talking about the vice yeah uh that one where you burn objectives is that feral foray yeah that is feral no oh i see that's one that is it's one where you burn. It's power and numbers is the yeah. is the hold and burn. It's the pre. It's the old um, uh, better part of valor. Valor. Yeah. Right. It's the hold, 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 burn as opposed to uh, feral foray. You can burn your opponent's objectives, but it's really just holding objectives. What's the issue with the vice? Uh, the vice. So the the inherent problem, and in I'm I'm. I'm sitting here with a ladle and stewing my stew of all the conversations so far is um, I, I'd say it's the, the God models, uh, especially on matchup dependent things. Um, I think if uh, specifically giants on this one, I think is the biggest defender to me. Sure. But um, also probably Archeon with his giant ass base. Go Trek is another one. If you just yeah. don't have the tools you just to kill, put Go an Trek. immovable object on that middle objective, and you know where it's going to be and when it's going to be there. Exactly, and that person gets the game. Um, now, the great thing about Go Trek is like he only counts as two models. So if you can outnumber him and you are uh, getting the end of the turn, like you have lost priority and they've decided to take it and jump on the objective there's a good chance that you can just number the amount of models around go Trek without actually getting into combat range to actually hold that objective. Mm-hmm. That's entirely dependent on dice uh, to be able to hold it. Otherwise, if go Trek charges it, there's not a good chance that anything's going to be a left alive on it. Right. Right. So there, there's, there's certain things that stand out to me. Um, and it's not really about like the rules themselves for the models specifically being the bad thing, because I mean, I love a challenge. There's nothing more fun in this game to me than taking something that just, you know, I call them shits and giggles lists. It's just, here's one concept. Will it work? How many things will it work against? Have at it, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, It goes back to our, like, 
design a list that goes up to any mission and takes it. And the, the rules for gods, they aren't as, they aren't as crazy as sometimes at the end of a tournament when I'm super grumpy because I just couldn't kill a God sure. uh, as they, as they, as they seem. it's the missions that really come in on a tournament and kind of like turn those gods into, um, if not auto losses, like 90% loss. Um, and, uh, maybe that's too dour of me, but like, there some of those missions specific specifically like let's say you're you're going up against giants on the vice mm-hmm. standard giant list now is what four giants four big guys yeah so the easiest way to take care of that is have one giant you want to throw away put two on the back and have one in the center just waiting right and then as soon as that moves up the entire army just moves up with it there's no way um for certain armies to actually clear all four of those giants off the board. And I think Mm -hmm. it's, I think to me, you know, that may be um, my crux of playing lower tier armies, trying to play them as competitively as possible. Sure. Like that's, that's obviously, you know, a knife in my own back right there. Kind of like you're tying one arm behind your back because you're, uh, I see a lot of uh, uh, corn players do this where Mm -hmm. they will, the way they want to play, doesn't isn't the, the most competitive way to play where it's like well because i'm like you have to expand your horizons maybe look into slaves of darkness is there something you can bring in that will help you like well i think like bellicor is a good god stopper model for our god delayer model for a little sure that's well, like, true sometimes like, one I'll to two like turns a, of no god is all you need because i'll like i'll have yeah. a friend like well i want to play corn i'm like well here do this well i don't i don't want to do that i only want to play uh corn bloodbound I'm like, well, you're choosing to play in a corner of a sandbox. You're choosing to handcuff yourself. You have all this thing. No one's going to judge you because you stepped out of that. But if it's only for you, like, yes, you're probably not going to have the success you want. If you're choosing to only play this certain way, I'm only going to do this. I'm like, yeah, you can't get mad at the results you get. Yep. And it comes down to, like, I think two things, right? Um, What's your goal when you're playing? Yes. Yeah. Um, are you there to win? Um, or are you there to like have fun and play what you want to play? Yeah, I, that is a, I think it's a great thing you just said that, and every player should ask them that. What is my goal here? No, I, I definitely have a, a friend who really likes playing these sort of niche pockets of armies, right? Where it's like the minute he starts an army, you're like, okay, the countdown has begun. Until he finds the most under uh, under supported sub faction with the most unsupported <laughs> fine cast models, <laughs> and becomes well, all about it. I think we're friends with the same people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That that guy is out there. That person is out there. Absolutely, where, and it's great. Um, and I, you know, I love. I'm a special angel. What is the quirkiest thing I can play? And I'm going to do that. I'm a, yeah. And it's like. All right, you know, and maybe sometimes like it, there's a type of personality. Like I think Matt might be like this. Like I want to rock up to a tournament and see and show people this is what I came up with. Watch the success I have. Something I, I you know, it's like I'm not netless is not a bad thing. Chasing the meta is not a bad thing. 
you know, my buddy uh, Robbie, he's just, boom, what's the next big thing? But I'm like, what about the army you just had? No, he's ready. He's moving on to the next thing. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's like, so they're in that's, that's hundred percent fine. You know, it's one of those things. It's like, it's like, there's this, um, uh, Henry Ford quote. It's like, uh, if you think you can, or you think you can't, uh, you're right. And it's like, I think I like that. It was like, uh, if, if you want to chase a meta, and you think that's fun or you want to be uh, narrative and all this stuff, if you would like that, you're right. Whatever works for you is work for you. And it can be, I think people can get in their head. Like I have friends like this where like, they are so like caught up on what's going on in the worldwide meta. And I'm like, you play five games a year, not at tournaments. Why do you care? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why that's do great. you care if this model 700 points, how does that affect you at all? It doesn't because you you play with that model twice a year. Like you play like you play five games a year. You don't go to tournaments, but you are angry somehow at the meta that somehow affects you. Like mm-hmm. local meta is king. And oh yeah. Worry, yeah. Worry about what's going on around you, and yeah. like, or and if you don't go to tournaments, like you're not saying you can't complain, but I like I don't want to hear it. No, exactly. Do you ever have that friend who? Uh is always chasing the internet meta despite it never showing up locally. And then would like explain to you how you definitely should have lost because this is a meta list and you're supposed to have lost to it. You're not supposed to win. Right. That's no, this literally is, anybody. It really, who wouldn't I gone this way. It really should not have gone this way. This was a fluke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah or like, uh, like all, like the GT we just had, I poked my Matt one with Sylvanet and he mm-hmm. is the only Sylvanet GT winner. This uh, edition, mm-hmm. well, that's been you know submitted to all the scoring and stuff. And so when I posted, I got second. People weren't saying, "Oh, nice job." They're like, "What was that list?" Then I was like, uh, like, "Talk to him." I gave him his Twitter. Any is there any seven F questions? Go talk to Matt. And people were uh, excited for Dirk. Dirk got third, I think, or maybe yeah. fourth with yeah. uh, uh, Night Haunt. And I like, was yeah, local meta can be quirky, man, and matchups can be you know you know if you can't ask, ask answer a question. Can you, like I asked the question, can you survive overwhelming shooting and uh, not being able to get spells off? If you can answer that question, you're probably going to beat me. Like, and nobody plays INF. I'm terrified in INF. But we don't have an INF guy in a meta. Because apparently, like, I'm like, I, I, Andrew's too busy me. bringing Archeon and what? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I would be, I'm fine. Bring Archeon. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, one one that. big guy I can pour all of my shots yeah. into and all my it. all my debuffs at. Yeah. Saying, <laughs> no, 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 no. You have to shoot this unit. But I don't want to shoot that unit. I want to shoot the important stuff in the back. No, no, you have to shoot this unit. Yeah. And <laughs> bam, I'm gonna yeah. charge you. I'm like, it's still it's still a hard counter. To, it's my you know paper to my uh, rock, and Stormcast is gonna do that too. And like, you know, I've tried to get people like you know, old Stormcast is still good. You know, Annihilators and Gav. Uh, you know, I mean, the four weeks is up, so you can't take it now. But I'm like, that would be a really good list to take. You know, all those yeah. guys can't I mean, the the that old van, the old Vanguard list I have is yeah. going to do amazing. Okay. Um, you can dust like, that off. Oh yeah, it's it's yeah, it's all getting ready. It's all getting ready now that I can take Palador's as battle line. Ooh, the world is going to nice squint and go what? That's exciting. <laughs> I um, feel like. I feel like Jack, maybe to your point, uh, there is a certain amount of maybe shamelessness that you need to have to play competitively in terms of like how you like how the how the game narratively talks about itself, and then what did I bring that I think is going to kick ass and take names? You know, mm-hmm. it's like 
is it narrative for carriage like back when the day like was it narrative for carriage on overlords to have you know 80 infantry no could they wipe shit off the board with that absolutely you know <laughs> like and that might just be the best build for them you know based on what's going on but then okay so so here's the other thing that i think um you know you guys are definitely community builders i'm like a hermit that likes to dabble his foot in that mm-hmm. my question then becomes um as as somebody who who does not strive to you know i'm probably going to buy Archeon uh, once he gets nerfed, right? Um, <laughs> that's, that's probably when I'm going to buy him. As somebody who, who um, prefers not to go all out and uh, use quirky shit, um, I lean into what would probably be more concerned, like a fluff army or like a lore army. Um, less well, on the side of I'm going you, to win. You say that, Matt, and at the same time, there is in all the stories of Beastmen that have ever been written about, even in the old world, there was never one that was all dragon ogres and three gorgons and one, right, and one mind flayer spheryx. That's true. That was really good combo, right? Like <laughs> that's true, but but Just to a degree. Like, it's a it's a theme army. It's a very clever, and and you play with it really well. But I wouldn't call it narrative okay okay so <laughs> yeah. now look, okay okay so I'm, I'm i'm in between here to the to the point of you know and i'm i may be focusing on the missions too much mm-hmm. but um you know, one of the things that um has been really awesome this year so far has been the uh the introduction of a lot of new players to our local meta mm-hmm. oh yeah and like that's amazing um seeing new people come in because like they get to enjoy it as much as we do. We get new blood, and I don't have to get my ass kicked by Miles shooting me off the board every time, right? Yeah. Um, or, or you know, OBR fucking tabling me as I throw everything into them. So not only are we getting variation, um, you know, other people are enjoying themselves. Now, my my question that I'm going to pose here in the most convoluted way, okay, is I'm paying attention so far. If these missions are very skewed to either a god model mm-hmm. or giants, which again I consider a god model, sure. How much is that going to open up the uh, local meta for beginning players? Um, yeah, I, I think. How much? Uh, I was going to say, like you're saying, the it, that they can be a negative play experience for someone it, new. Exactly, because yeah. there are certain armies that are just really heavily favored on these missions, and just like they're. Like it's interesting. Like I think uh, I try to, anytime I play somebody who's new at a tournament, mm-hmm. I try to explain them what tournament play is because it's very different than playing with your friends. Mm-hmm. And like, because it can it can be unfun, especially like I went to a few tournaments and I've uh, played fans of the channel, and I know this is probably not going to be a fun game, and so I would try to be cool, eat, like be good. Like I played a guy who was very very into it. He played he like. I was playing shoot cast and he had three or four bloodthirsters and I'm like, and like Ooh. I killed three before he got to go. And I was like, man, that's not fun. It's not enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but and it's like, but when you get in, you know, you talk to him, it's like, Oh yeah, I knew, I knew it's a tournament, you know, what, you know, so you can't, you can't be upset if somebody tries to win as hard as they can and does what they do, but it can be, it's a, it can be shocking. It's like, Oh, 
I didn't expect this because me when I play with my buddies, it's a lot of drinking beer and talking crap and rolling dice and stuff. And it's like, you know, there are going to be people who, you know, play super optimized lists. And then there's going to some people like, you know, I have this quirky list and I, if my tricks go off, I'm going to beat you. But, you know, the planets do have to align. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to need this double turn. I brought Goom Spike Gets. <laughs> like, like, like there are some armies where I'm like, you know, you know, it, and those are fun armies to play because when it happens, you're like, yeah, I knew my idea was going to work. Nice. You know? So yeah. like, I brought my idea to the tournament and like, ta-da, I came up with that. You know, I, I don't even yeah. look online and see. And so those are those type of players and that's a great thing to be, but it's also, it's fine if you, you know, you. I th- Yeah. I think circling back to the, the missions and like, I think it'll depend on as we get more, adjusted into this new edition and i mean we only have like eight months of this book left right because it's the ga the yeah, next ghb true. is going to come out in july right we'll see right and that'll be new missions we'll be in some other realm they'll have other nonsense to deal with um so uh we don't have that much longer to figure it out before we're kind of halfway through um but e- either way you know i mean Think about in 2.0, like there were some missions we just never ran in tournaments because they were not good tournament missions, yeah. you know. And uh, I appreciate GW giving us a variety of missions. I, you know, I wish we had 18 instead of 12, like we used to have. But uh, I'll take 12. 12 is great. It's better than 40k gets, uh, you know. This is very true. Um, and that's great. And you know, they had some winners. They had some losers. They tried some different things, and that's fine. You know, they weren't all going to be. Uh, the pinnacle of balanced play um and having these missions whether we use them frequently in tournaments um you know encourage like it like we had a a whole podcast about this how do these how does a set of missions inform your list building choices because you know even if it's a pretty rare mission to have the fact that this in a tournament the fact that apex predators exist means that even an army that doesn't necessarily want heroes is going to make sure that they have enough heroes yes that if this does come up that they can they have a shot at it oh yeah right cuz the worst thing would be to auto fold cuz you have just the one hero well you can only you can have one hero you can have two um, at, you have to have two at two K if I remember correctly. So there's no, there's no auto fold, but you're did you're getting damn close with it. Like yeah. uh, case in point on my mission here for the same mission, uh, that we were talking about there, apex predators. Um, I only had two Shagoth and I say that like only, mm-hmm. uh, because oh, but those are your only they're leaders. amazing. They're amazing leaders. Um, but like, they're not going to, they're not going to like last the entire game. They now have a massive target painted on their back yeah, and on their head and on their arms and on yeah. their legs. And, um, no, it's, I mean, I think it's good that they have these missions, even if we don't use them that often, because it forces you to really have to weigh the cost of only having two heroes. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And, 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 if, and it prevents us from having lists that's just Archeon and, however many Varengard can possibly fit. Which I haven't seen. There was one list that I noticed had Varengard in it um, at that tournament, and only one unit, if I remember correctly. Really? That was the Nurgle list, um, who had just this... This yeah. guy had just a beautiful-looking army. I, I think uh, that goes to Jack's point of, like, 
the the meta is going to be to- totally different locally than like what we're seeing as the like big scaries online uh, from the rest of the world. Right. Uh, I think the internet thinks your list is dumb, Jack. Is that, am I right in that? The the Lumineth community is oh, like. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've gotten pushed back, and somebody, everybody else, always knows better. Oh yeah. So, and it's like, it's I, like I don't care. I'm like it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a powerful thing. I'm like, well, thank you. This works for me. I enjoy. Yeah. It's it's not a lot to remember. It's like, hey, this is what my army does. Yeah, yeah. The people are gonna beat it. You know. But I'm like, I, I, I always say like, and because I was told long strikes were bad. But I'm, mm-hmm. I'm like, but no, I'm winning. Yeah. I'm winning. <laughs> but I'm like, no, yeah, but, but in my local meta. No, you can't do that. They're bad. Yeah, You're a bad um, person. But I'm winning with them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that. I heard some, I heard uh, Dirk, who's the Night Hunt player, got some pushback about his list. Oh, really? <laughs> like, dude, this is the only person who's ever gone four and one with Night Hunt in this whole edition. Yeah, I, I think you just listen to what he says. <laughs> Like, I haven't oh. seen anything else. Uh, <laughs> but that then begs the question, is is the giant doing all the heavy lifting in that list? Or the Morgul? I don't know. Could be. It's doing, it's doing something. It's like... It's not hurting. It's, it's a combo. It's like, yeah. you can't ignore this, but I also have 30 chain rafts that, you know, it's going to take a little bit to chew through. I have mm. a lot of, you know, and it's like, but if you ignore this, it's going to sit you down. Because those those gate breakers, they'll sit you down. Definitely yeah. God tier model for sure. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I like, that. I learned that lesson with my Archeon. I was like, oh, I'm gonna run up there. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, sir. <laughs> and I mean, like, I think I think once we get to a certain point in in tournament play, like, I'm sitting here building a giant right now. So like, it, the it he is for those yeah. listening at home. I can see it on the video. He's looking like a giant gore. So he's he's literally just a little gore that I made big. I'm going to call him Timmy. Timmy the Gorgant. The Gorgant. Chasing the meta or fighting against the meta or creating uh, new combos is something we're still working out in this edition is how it feels. And the weirdest thing is like we have two books that we haven't seen locally yet. And... I feel like as much as I'd say uh, even as like a lower level player or a low, lower level placer, I'm going to, you know, dust my shoulders. There, there you go. That's fine. Um, We're allowed to brag on our own platform. Yeah. Right. It's my platform. <laughs> um, our platform. Sorry. Um, you know, like the two new books. Oh, I think they're gonna going to shake it to, up, man. It's are going to great. change so much that I almost feel like it was funny because at that tournament I felt like you know I've already harped on the amount of god models. I was like, you know, I think they're all just like I had a backhanded like thought of like I think they're all just trying to get it in before these lists get stomped by the two new books coming out. Oh yeah, I mean I, I don't and, know about Warclans. I think I'll do fine against that. But yeah, Stormcast is going to stomp my tech list, and like I'm already thinking of lists like where am I going to go once tech list, um, you know. Stops being as yeah, uh, stops performing. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's like something like, oh, you know, symbols are good. How about seventy instead of fifty? You know, and I'm, I'm uh. working on it. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I think. Yeah, it, it's like I. I think we're still we're still learning because like I'll have a, a buddy of mine. He does a YouTube channel called Cinderfall Gaming, mm-hmm. and he put like right after third edition. wasn't even that long ago. 
put the top five best and top five worst armies. Of course, okay. you know, he's trying to get, you know, this is he's trying to, he's make, trying to get clicks. It's okay. You, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, the, the stuff's not there. You know what one of his worst armies was? Sylvaneth. Sylvaneth, yeah. Yeah, I saw and I that. Just like, and I, even, I talked to him. I was like, what is this? And what is this? Like, there, it's a good army. You're basing this off of second edition. And like, Beast of Chaos. I'm like, Beast of Chaos is one of the Dark Horse armies. It's, it's just so easy to play. It's hard to pilot. You know, it's a skilled player's army. And, you know, you can put, put, put Gits in there. They need help. But, uh, you know, just tossing stuff out there because with no evidence, no, you're just like, are these people saying it's bad? Because we don't have the data to say it's bad. No, exactly. Well, and I, so I will say I was looking at the event this weekend and was feeling a little bit disheartened because there were so many seemingly very similar lists. There was a lot of Gotrex. There was a lot of Nagashes. There was a lot of Archeons. And there was some stuff that, you know, you expected – and you know Matt was there bringing whatever nonsense he always brings. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. that's you so know. Weird. And there were there were a few people in that sort of end of the spectrum too, which you expect, which is good and healthy for the game. Um, but part of me was very bummed. I was like, oh well, if it's just going to be Archeon fight after Archeon fight, this is this is going to be lame, you know. But I think some of it too is, you know, it's reactionary, right? Like. The, that's what the meta is. It's reactionary, right? And it takes a long time to settle because all, right, we can only have we can only have events every so often. Like we can't have them more than every weekend, right? Which we basically do. Where I mean, I think we don't have one this weekend unless somebody didn't invite me. This is like the first <laughs> weekend I've had off. I've gone to like so many damn tournaments. Um, well, there's a GT next weekend in Hoquiam. Oh I'm man. Um, it's like, I'm, I'm happy at first I was like this is too much but I'm like we, we just had a year off yeah yeah more 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 yeah well but people have been seeing Archeon do well in our local meta and, and other big names you know and so they saw him do well they brought him to try him out there may be an oversaturation now maybe he knocks himself out and is not a super good answer to himself you know, like, I think we're probably seeing an overcorrection on God models. Well, I think, and that, that may go back to that original feel of second edition that I talked about, you know, earlier, which was like, you would take a God model and it wouldn't feel like it. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. um, like, um, I know, I know miles, you saw just me losing my fucking mind when the rules for Marathi came out. Oh, are real? This has been a mistake. Bye, Matt. And yeah. I finally actually had the time to look at him. I was like, oh my God, I can actually bring her. I have a, I have a, there's a point to this model. Like, <laughs> you know, like, um, I think a lot of that may just also be like settling in on, oh, these, these have a place now in competitive play. And it's fun to bring these giant models that we spent so much time. Oh, absolutely. There is nothing cooler than setting up. Like, even if I know, like I'm going to get the shit kicked out of me, there's nothing better than seeing somebody set up Arcane on the board. Like that's just an amazing model. Right. What, what do you guys think of, uh, croak? Would you put him as God? Oh, I hate, I hate croak so much. Yeah. He's probably up there. Yeah. He's, he's there only because, He's there only if you spend the uh, points on Temple Guard for me. <laughs> uh, I think he's up there. He's in a kind of a weird pocket because he doesn't really stand up by himself. He does require, 
you know, in, in much the way that I feel like Teclas probably doesn't stand up just by himself, right? Mm-hmm. Like he's what, what makes the Teclas list good is he's there to do all of the sort of um, air, like board control, uh, not, not like uh, zone control, but like uh, debuffs, denials, you know, he controls the magic phase. Nobody's getting buffs off. You know, they're, you know, they're hampered in, in you're there. He's there to debuff. Um, and it's really the Sentinels doing all the work. Whereas Croak can do the work is he just needs the, the, he needs some support pieces to make that, make it all happen. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, whereas Archeon is just a one man band. Yeah. He's a one man band that if you buff up turns into like the, the most insane thing you can think of. Oh, absolutely. Um, I don't know. I, I just think of him, you know, he, he can go off on his own and buff himself and be fine if he needs to. Yeah. Right. Whereas, you know, croak, croak without any support, uh, really doesn't have much going on. Mm -hmm. I think, I think uh, all of them need to sort of backup singers to be really, really that God tier where you're crazy, crazy over the top. You think, you think Nagash needs a backup? Oh, maybe not Nagash. Nagash yeah. might be the one. But say I don't know about him. Um, yeah, because Lariel needs a Tree Lord Ancient. Otherwise, that list just does not feel like it has any teeth. Um, That's fair. Yeah, like Croak needs an Engine of the Gods, you know, and some Temple Guard. Yeah, and maybe a Banner guy, right? Mm-hmm. I should get him painted. I've had him for. I mean, I bought him like immediately, and I was like, "Well, why? Why did I do this?" <laughs> Because it's a cool frog and a throne, Miles. That's why you bought it. You bought it because you love it. Um, I just I just saw that the new model, and I was like, oh, it's the thing from Event Horizon. Great. It perfectly <laughs> embodies that thing. And there's there's no croak in our current meta right now. It's like local Good meta. Good point. Yeah, there's that's no true. Rock and croak. Like, I think we had one Seraphon player, and they were uh, – he was rocking just kind of coalesce, but not kind of – like he had the uh, Stillin on, but it was the Ark of... Uh, so I think it was just stuff he had. Mm-hmm. So we rock up with stuff he had. Good guy, but, you know, it's like that's not the, the best way to play him. But, you know, he that's might not what he... He doesn't want to play like that. He wants to rock up to a tournament, have some fun, and uh, this is what I have painted. And it looks cool. He won best painted last tournament he was at, so... Oh, nice. I mean, that's, that's the only way I get anything out of this anymore. Jeez, just... Best painted when nobody else shows up with any paint on their models. <laughs> <laughs> hey, You'd be surprised. I mean, I don't know. Uh, as the TO, uh, people vote all over the place. I mean, we have a highly subjective and flawed system at Mox for best painted and best sportsmanship, which is that I tell people to vote and hand me a sheet. Um, that's That's how most of them work. Yeah. Well, some of them aren't, you know, some of them, you know, Ricky comes by and scores you based on a rubric. I mean, that's the, that's probably the classic that I've seen, you know, there's some third party judge or it's just the TO, you know, being the judge and there's a rubric. I've definitely that was done the weirdest thing, uh, I noticed when I first joined a competitive team and like we went down to Portland and, you know, I just assumed you paint, yeah, you vote for what you thought was best not yeah oh make sure you vote for your teammate and all that stuff i'm like that doesn't seem very what but the other guys are doing it too the other uh oh i'm sure and it's like oh man this is doesn't seem like it's it's taking the fun out of it yeah well no and there's always people who don't get the who didn't read the assignment and like only vote for vote 
they just rank the armies they played instead of actually going and looking at everybody's army. <laughs> I, so, I always, I always just assume if I'm in a game with, uh, if I'm in a tournament with uh, Kirk or uh, Ricky or Rich, like they're gonna get it. So I just yeah. vote for whoever's there. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay. Well, guys. and that's it. You get people who don't vote for the obvious pick, quote unquote obvious, uh, because they you assume they're gonna get it. So you vote for somebody else who you think deserves a, you know, a nod or something like that. Even then, too, you have so many players. Like, how much bandwidth is going to go into looking at every single model and judging off? Oh, absolutely not. So, like, if you I see thought- something that strikes you, like an army made of fish, like that's going to strike you way more than yeah. a bunch of like brilliantly painted tiny. Rocks, uh, right? A friend of mine used to enter like Golden Demon uh, consistently, and he was saying because he's seen the the judging, you know, so they get like hundreds of submissions right at some of these big events right that where you sub, you actually submit the model to them and he was like look they're judging these models a hundred at a time you need to stand out amongst a hundred other models yep and then yep. you get to go to a second round so that's why like uh models with like strong color pops and that's where that's where you i know? kind of like uh gave up i went to two yeah, two game stays and yeah. tomorrow. And I, they, you know, I always wanted to get a golden demon and all that shit, but I was just a little kid. I, I never get that. So yeah. I was like, you know what would like because you you would see all the models that would stand out at that point, and it was models that were highly converted. So I was like, uh-huh. I know I'm never going to be able to paint um, at the quality that some people do. Like, and this was before airbrushes actually became a thing too. Sure. Um, I remember the day I was like, whoa, how do you get that blend? Whoa. <laughs> um, from airbrushes, but like, um, yeah, like conversions became my thing there. I was like, fuck it. If I'm going to do some, almost everything I have to have has to have a conversion on it somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's really kind of sad to me that those aren't as high up on the rubrics. To be oh, conversions, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, Ricky, Ricky's supposedly making us a new rubric. Ricky, if you're listening, where the hell's that rubric? Yeah, Ricky. We want conversions high up on it. I don't know if I want them for me. It's just like when I I, I have um, so I guess it's twofold, right? So there's there's always the uh, there's there's a lot if if you're at a tournament and you don't know who's painted the models. Mm-hmm. And this is more like holdover from like the annoyance of 40k in general, um, of which I used to play a lot of. Um, you know, there were people that would just get their army painted, um, commission army, and not tell anybody. And this is somebody, somebody's commission army, like winning best painted, oh, and like okay. that I, shit I, would I, drive I, me nuts. And yeah, I uh, I tell the judge every time. Like I just asked. Oh yeah. Oh no. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Uh. I'm not wagging an accusing finger at you at all. Uh. Just in. So just in I case. Agree, I agree with your stance. Like if your army's commissioned, you should not be doing yeah. those painted. So. Yeah. And so like you can you can see a lot of people are like super hard trying. Like there are some amazing conversions out there that people just can't paint. For one reason or another, it's just like painting is not their thing. But they sure. have it's like super beautifully converted models. Um, I was like, I what if you uh, like the where you have to have something converted? And I was like, but I like the way it looks. You know, I like their models. Like you know, 
Yeah. Oh, that I'm just weird. That's it. No, no, no. There's there's good re- there's good uh, uh, on both sides. I definitely have some friends who spend way too much time getting the third party stuff and the con- converting everything. Um, and it's like at the point where your army is eighty percent non GW, like. <laughs> I, well, thought that's you, it. I thought you wanted to play this faction because you liked their models but think, on the other hand i also appreciate the amount of extra effort and personality that they put into it uh you know like that takes creativity and uh yeah. and that's impressive well and if you're going to do the third party there's a point where it goes from like conversions to proxy right that's true too i think there's there's an easily drawn line when you see it when it mm-hmm. comes to that kind of stuff it's the, one of those pornography lines. Yeah, yeah. Hard to hard <laughs> to hard to define. <laughs> yeah. Uncanny Valley. Like I, I don't want to see it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited for this uh, GT coming up in Joaquin or however we're saying it. Hoquiam. Uh, Hoquiam. There we Hoquiam. go. Have you going to that? Uh, I'm gonna try. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, are you are you hopping in Nessie with me? I I guess so. Nessie is my car. Ah, I think yes, the VS, yes. The Hopefully. VS crew may be getting an Airbnb house. Ooh. So I That's will, exciting. How many rooms we're going to get? I think it's like 200 a night, but we're going to split it up. And it'll be a little party, fun, party pet. I mean, you can't mess it up, but it has a hot tub. Nice. Oh, there you go. I need that. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, uh, no, that sounds fun. fun. <laughs> Everybody's been raving about it, so I feel like i got to go out and... I don't know. I uh, I've come to the conclusion on the Giants, and it's a little bit daunting and uh, and uh, what's what's the other word? Uh, disheartening. The ITC competition for Giants this year is really high. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's yeah, some, it is. There's some really good, or there's some very prolific at the very least Giants players out there. So if I'm going to get even top three, I need to win a GT. Or, you know, you or, can, or at the very least, be best giants at LVO. You know, the secret sauce is just play beasts, and then you'll get number one. If and you then no one cares. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Worth ah, he, he confessed his secret. There you go. <laughs> like, I actually, you know what you should do? Play uh, Defenders of Lethus and be the, get that trophy. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the way to do it. I you remember the, the, there was a guy last LVO that took best dwarfs. What? Or you got dispossessed, best dispossessed player. Oh wow! Right? <laughs> yeah, because he, <laughs> he just had. Yeah, he was the only person in that category. But good for him. A plus effort. Actually, I'm bringing uh, Cities of Sigmar this Thursday to beers and battles. Yeah, I'm going to try to come. I'm going to bring. Uh, what am I bring? I'll probably bring Those sweet new orc uh, warclans. Yeah, Warclans. Warclans is fun. Okay, I, so I, so like, well, I'm, I got to go to Holy Havoc, which uh, got to get my narrative juices flowing. Nice. Uh, which is it's I, I'm I can creative like I'm I can get those juices flowing, but sometimes it's like when <laughs> it's one of those things like people have stories behind their guys, mm-hmm. and like when people tell me their stories, I have to like. Man, I have to really concentrate. I'm like, all right, oh, dude, like, it's, I'm I, I feel over. like. Because I like having oh, little yeah. stories, but I I know that like you can't have a you can't tell their life story. You need to have a sound bite that is their story. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, I, I don't care about your fan friction, bro. It's right, cool. like all of my giants have like a saying. They have their name, and then there's a saying that I always say in relation to them. 
you know, and that's their that's their whole personality, right? And I feel like that is just enough. Yeah, mine just gets stories from falling over existing randomly. So, (laughs) (laughs) like, oh, this this Gargan, his name's Frank. We're worried about him. Like that, say that every day, right? (laughs) He, we're worried he might be a chaos Gargan. Yeah. Well, sounds good. Well, I think we've come to a nice place here. Very good place. We've talked about we've we've we really covered the whole hobby. What a holistic podcast we've come up with. Thank you guys for having me on. It was a blast. Absolutely, Jack. Pleasure having you, man. Thanks for coming on. Very interesting. How many uh, content creators? But in our little corner of the uh, of the world. Because you look at a map, we're so far from everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, we had, like, Doug was here, out, uh, re-rolling ones, and uh, you guys, and Dimensional Cascade, and it's just like, yeah, man, we, uh, we're we doing it here. We, I love our meta. I love our crew. Um, you know, the new players have been uh, 90% good, as far as, like, good people to have. Joined. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's like, you know, and, like, hopefully the goal with, uh, you know, Victoria's Secret is to get Riptide, uh, which is our biggest tea up here to be like one of those events people travel to. Nice. You know, like LVO and all that stuff. So we're, uh, I don't know if the venue we're using is like, you know, a big one where, you know, you can, it's not going to be just like blue sky and stuff. We're going to rent out a place and go there and it's going to be fun. Well, we'll be there. Yeah. Got to <laughs> represent that. Uh, always strike last. Hopefully we don't poach any more of your players. That's all right. Hey, who did we you got, poach? We got uh, <laughs> reprimanded nah. for poaching some "quote unquote" poaching some some players recently. <laughs> was it a reprimand? Uh, I don't know. You, you were on that chat. No, no, uh, it was all good. Uh, somebody was uh, somebody from Dimensional Cascade was gonna invite these guys to their team, but we got to it first, and then we had to have oh, a talk. My. Oh my goodness! <laughs> uh, but it's all it's all good. The, the secret to getting people on your team is uh, playing a bunch of games. Slight, slight drag. <laughs> just going just gonna to kind of uh, throw funny. that out there, Dimension Cascade. <laughs> no. No, the secret to getting people on your team, it turns out, is asking them if they want to be on your team. Yeah, yeah that, was it. <laughs> that was literally it. That was literally it. You guys looking for competitive? It's funny because, like, we have – there's three teams up here. I mean, there's more, probably more than three, but, you know, it's just like – it's cool, but it's all, we're all, it's friendly, you know, there's no, oh man, those guys are like, oh, I, I, every time I see you guys, I get a big, my smile, like, oh. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. these guys, nice, yeah. Hey, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 don't forget Dark Tower, Dark Tower's part of it too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. and so it's. Those guys are great. great. That's what I'm saying, like, uh, yeah, anybody wants to join or leave teams, I don't care, whatever. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if you want to, you know, uh, if we had a bunch of guys leave, join uh victoria's secret because their buddies were on victoria's secret that's all good no worries oh, i you just know? want to give shit to ricky about not streaming because right. uh that's that that that's a lot of fun oh speaking of which i should throw it out for everybody still listening i'm uh i got a streaming channel that is now up and running as of this week we had our first live stream on monday we're gonna try to stream every other week um the studio is doing uh, alternating age of sigmar and 40k on linked youtube channels so uh, that's why, well, but that's why we're only committing to every other week for for right now. But it's called uh, Salmon Hammer, so on on YouTube. 
which uh, uh, Miles designed the uh, the logo for that. I it's, did. Uh, very beautiful. Doing all of the really shitty graphic design as- associated with it. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be great. Yeah, this has been great, Jack. Uh, thanks for coming on. This has been an awesome chat. I'm sure we'll have you on again. Uh, everybody, watch uh, rerolling ones. Oh uh, yeah, cool. And if and, uh, and if you managed to make it here before watching rerolling ones, then like think about I, your life. Yeah, a little bit. Go. <laughs> What's your think? Your life choices may have taken you in a very yeah, strange this is, alley. This is really a cross promo a... for us, not the other way around. Plug for you guys. That sounds good. Thanks again to our sponsors, uh, Brimstone Hot Sauce. Yeah, they uh, <laughs> they they made some spicy meatballs. Is that, so is that like uh, you guys do parody stuff? Yeah, we got. I've been writing uh, fake ads. They're real ads. We have real sponsors. We're a real These podcast. These are real sponsors, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> real product. Note, uh, everybody, thanks. Thank you for listening. And uh, if you don't strike first, you strike last. <laughs> We're still going to work on that. We need to work on the sign-off. Uh, thanks, guys. Yeah. <laughs>